to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. We are bringing the energy to this one, we let are. me tell we're you. Full in, we're fully on board with it. This is Apostle version 2. Apostle yeah. Harder. <laughs> a mortar and apostle. <laughs> wow. For those of you that didn't listen to the wave or didn't realise what's happened, um, we recorded this episode last week. The file got somehow corrupted and we're now having to record it again. We didn't release the movie episode last week. We are going to re- push everything back a week and now we are releasing it this week. Because we really did want to talk about this movie. Yeah, we did. There's, it's, a, it's a memorable movie, this one. It sure is memorable. Yeah. And it was Sam Mulholland's wildcard pick. Yeah. Who was one of our Patreons. He gets a world card. He picked this film. So we couldn't not do it. And I will me. say, I will say off the top of the show hmm. that Sam Mulholland, he loves a theme. He does. Because... Two seasons ago, we were in an isolated village community. We were? When he picked Calibre. Scotland? Yeah. Yeah. And with Apostle, we're in an isolated village community. I Do think we're off the coast of Wales. I was going to say, it doesn't say where, does it? No, I'm I'm just going with Wales because there's a Welsh guy in it. So let's <laughs> say that. Okay. We're going Somewhere to the community, the island, uh, in fact, of Erisden. Erisden. That's where we're going. That's where we're going, because we're going to talk about a film called Apostle. Uh, Apostle was released in 2018. It is an 18. It runs for two hours and 10 minutes. It's currently rated at 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. And is a Netflix original. 6.3 out of 10. What do you reckon to that? Not great. It's not... It's low, isn't it? Yeah. As a rating. But... It's not low as a rating. We'll we'll get to it at the end, or, or as we go through... I can see that people who like this film will really fucking like this film. Yeah. And if it's not your cup of tea, you are not liking this film. Yeah, I guess film. it's going to be, it can be quite polarizing, I imagine. There's, yeah. There's a lot of blood and guts and gore in it. And I think it does play with your expectations because that is the last hour of this film is something completely different to the first <laughs> it really is. first hour. It, it, you could say it takes a little while to get going, but when it goes, it really fucking goes. Sure. I've, I've done 14 pages of notes on this film. Okay. And I think 11 of them are on the last hour. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that would seem like a a fair balance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this film stars a guy called Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens plays Thomas Richardson. He's most famous. He was in Downton Abbey. Um, he was also the Beast in the live-action Beauty and the Beast sure. remake. And he was also in Colossal, which is a film I watched a while ago about giant monster things. Yes. So he's in all of them. This film also stars Michael Sheen. Sure. Michael Sheen plays a character called the Prophet, Prophet otherwise Malcolm. known as Malcolm. Yeah, I didn't know Michael Sheen was in this. No, I didn't until literally until he walked on the screen. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? Because he is the second lead character in it, I would yeah. say. But he's on IMDb. He's listing his miles down the page. Yeah, yeah, very bizarre. And also stars a guy called Mark Lewis Jones, who plays a character called Quinn. Okay, um, you'd know him. He's been. In, he's one of these guys who's just got a face. He's been in everything. Yeah, he's. Yeah. He's in Game of Thrones. He's he's just been in absolutely everything. And he's absolutely wonderful in this. He's great. He is. He's absolutely great in this. So, uh, shall we get into it? Well, just before we do, I'm okay. surprised you've not mentioned someone else. Oh, for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's genuinely happened as well. I apologise. In this movie. Yes, I, I, I missed somebody who's in the cast of this film. Yeah. Bill Milner, who plays Jeremy. Yes. One of the star-crossed lovers in this movie. Yeah. Also uh, really good. He... I'm surprised you missed him because he was the lead in another movie that we've done on the show. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was the eye boy in, in eye, eye boy. 
And I did completely miss it. I didn't recognise him. It didn't even look familiar to me. Which but is Boy was a long time ago. He doesn't look any different, really. He's Does got he not? slightly <laughs> longer hair, I would say, in okay. this. But... iBoy was a long time ago. iBoy also had somebody from Game of Thrones in it. And so is this. Yeah. How weird. Coincidence. Well, if you're a British actor and you've worked in the last 10 to 15 <laughs> years, you've probably been at Game of Thrones at some <laughs> point. Where does this film start, Nick? Uh, we're in a lock or a lake. A lake. <laughs> What's the difference between a lock and a lake? Uh, yes. I don't know. <laughs> Is it just Scottish for lock? Yes, Scottish for lake? I'm not sure. I could not tell you. I thought I've been here before. Okay. As in, I've seen this. We so we follow a train coming over a bridge. Yeah, it's quite a striking image, isn't it? Picturesque. I'm, yeah. I'm like, this location has been used in yeah, movies. Must have, it's very. That was my instant thought. This has been used <laughs> in movies. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it feels like that sort of uh, environment. Oh, that's pretty. I've seen it before. Yeah. Sure, I have. Uh, and then we cut to a voiceover of a woman reading a letter. Yes. Uh, she appears to be reading her own ransom letter. Yeah. So whether somebody's made a write her own ransom letter, I don't yeah. know. But she's been she's being held to ransom, um, and the letter is being read. In we go to cut to the letter, <laughs> or the letter being led by <laughs> who's Loretta? <laughs> by a guy. He's reading this letter out to another guy. Yeah. Um, is he like the assistant to this girl's dad? Yeah, basically, he's like the man slave. Yeah. <laughs> the dad's so upset that his daughter has been kidnapped. Yeah. That he's looking longingly into the fire yeah he's like a little old man isn't yeah. he looking into the fire um and the brothers sent off basically the premise of the film is the brother's been sent yeah. off the man servant is reading the letter to the brother and saying go undercover yeah go and get her back well, basically. T- take the money don't, don't pay the money, money. <laughs> see if you can get her out yeah this with this your sister has been held to ransom on this he says cult doesn't he yeah, it by does, this yeah. cult on this island community yeah He's like, take the ransom with you. Don't give them the ransom, in, at least until you've seen her alive. But do your and, best. And it's kind of like, she's been taken and it's driven your father crazy. Maybe only bringing her back will cure his madness. <laughs> that sort of thing, isn't it? Yes, that sort of uh, set up. That's your set up. That's yeah. what's happening. And then we cut straight into the film. Um, and we, we go with this guy. His name was Thomas, was his name? Yep. Um, and he goes to this boat. He's going to get on this boat to get over onto this island. Um, before he does that though he switches tickets with another man yeah he does uh, because he notices a mark on his ticket yeah as if somebody's marked him for whatever reason we don't know why or who by yeah he's been singled out for something been singled out for something so he switches tickets with he tricks this other man into switching tickets yeah. with him and this other man gets an X put on his suitcase he does in, in chalk uh, then he throws a goat off a boat <laughs> that's right <laughs> he saves the goat does he so they're, they're at sea nobody saves that goat that goat's <laughs> definitely drowned it's a choppy crossing yeah and he's talking. He's just talking, isn't he? To the yeah, other there's like six people. or seven of yeah, them. They're in the like track. canvas on this small yeah. boat, and suddenly this goat or lamb just like wangs in through the <laughs> through the <laughs> gap where in it the came canvas. From, but it just... And and Thomas like holds. He catches it, doesn't he? He yeah. like grabs his lamb before it goes off the back of the boat, and another guy snatches it off him and just hurls it out the back <laughs> of the boat into the sea. Yeah, just throws this goat in the sea. <laughs> and he's like it's alright God will intervene no he, say, he says God God said he, this thing's got to die we can't intervene I'm oh, just okay. helping it out it would have it would have gone out the back yeah. if you hadn't have stopped it so yeah but he did stop it yeah so God put that there as well in theory but he's like we don't stand in God's way <laughs> but he's like no that's not how it fucking works no, he's <laughs> killed that goat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then they arrive they arrive at this remote island um, it's quite mountainous they have to trek up this like side of this cliff edge yeah 
Um, and they end up at this tiny little small town. They're checking in, aren't they? Yeah, they're kind of checking into this cult. And this doctor meets them and he's checking them all over. Um, and they all get accepted. They uh, then have to go and get assigned a dorm. Get checked for like lice. And... Yeah, and down your throat and yeah. shit. <laughs> that was the most common thing I've ever said. And then we kind of cut he gets assigned a dorm and we kind yeah, of yeah thomas gets him. yeah he goes goes to his room and there's a there's i've put a cult book on yeah, his room it's like a bible his, but it's not stuff. a bible it's the it's the, the book of cult yeah the the gospel according to prophet malcolm malcolm why was he called malcolm <laughs> the other two the other guy's called quinn that's a cooler and name and, yeah prophet frank's not quite as good is it um a bit later on that night he goes out for a bit of a stroll and he sees the body of the other man that he switched tickets with getting dragged back to the town. Yeah, he's alive. He's, he doesn't, Thomas doesn't just know that at alive. the time, but he's only yeah. just alive. He's being carried in. He's, he's clearly been beaten, beaten to within an inch of his life. Um, and then Michael Sheen turns up for the first time. This is the aforementioned prophet Malcolm. He starts preaching at us, basically telling us about the religion that he's formed. He's formed this religion. Yeah, on this island. they've escaped this island because they're free. Like they, it's yeah. their land. They're they're not governed by the man. And they have their own goddess. Yeah. who they worship on this island. And as they are sitting in church, out of the corner of Thomas's eye, a sort of wispy ethereal figure walks past the window That's, you know in the first recording you went wispy white woman <laughs> <Did I? laughs> it made me laugh in the edit before the whole thing fucked up yeah this wispy little ethereal I meant white as in yeah, she's... I know what you meant <laughs> she's, she's like draped in white robes <laughs> yeah. and stuff yeah there wasn't a comment on, on her <laughs> how you said it yeah she's like this like ghostly not ghost she's not a ghost but she's like a ghostly figure frail nobody really sees her see through yeah, yeah. but uh, Prophet Malcolm clocks that thomas has seen her yes and then it almost like oh you you can see her as well yeah um and she just yeah she wanders past the window of the church yeah then the sermon ends and they all leave the church it's one of these little you only ever see them in films i don't know if they exist in real life but they're little white wooden churches it's the midnight mass church yeah it is it, nothing good ever comes from those buildings yeah. does it and no matter what movie you see if it's got a little white wooden church in the middle of a field Bad shit's going down. I know, I know. Obviously, this this predates Midnight Mass, and there's yeah. there's a lot of films with this sort of weird culty island setting. Yeah. But because we've watched that reasonably recently, that was quite at the forefront of my mind yeah, as I, I was agree. watching this movie. I've just realised something that we forgot. Two things that we've forgotten to do at the beginning of this episode. Okay. We didn't talk about the director. Okay. <laughs> which is quite an important. Let's do, do that now. Drop that in now. So this film's written and directed by Gareth Evans. Yeah. Also Welsh. Also so Welsh. I'm, I'm putting my Welsh flag <laughs> and saying that we are in an island off Wales. Even though you said lock at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. That was just the train. <laughs> yeah, true. To, anyway. Where was that train even going? I presume Thomas Wales. was going home. Anyway, yeah, it's written and directed by Gareth Evans. If Gareth Evans is fam most famous for the two Raid movies, yep. Raid and Raid 2, which are, what, the best for action movies of all time, according to some, some people? Some people would say so. Do you say so? They're fantastic. I haven't seen them. I do. I will watch them. You would love them. I, do you think I would? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Okay. <laughs> I will watch them then. Um, yeah, I, I think you'd have a great time. Cool. They're awesome. Uh, Evans has kind of got a deal with Netflix now because yeah, obviously he, he has, did yeah. this movie for them. This is a, this was bought as a Netflix original. His next movie uh, is called Havoc. Yep. That is due later this year, I believe. That stars Tom Hardy and Forrest Whitaker. Yes. 
which was also filmed in Wales. Because ah. do you remember Forrest Whitaker went on holiday? I do, yeah. They, they were fun, fun photos. <laughs> um, the other thing we didn't do is I didn't ask you for a one-word review. No, I don't think you asked me for that in the first version oh, really? either. Because I haven't got one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Would you like to come up with one? Um, sure. That's not a very good one. <laughs> Muddy. Muddy. It's very muddy. It's a really muddy film. It is very muddy. Where do we get to? Here. So (laughs) we find out at that point then that the dude that's been dragged back into the town who Thomas switched tickets with isn't dead. He is being interrogated. He's being interrogated in this cabin. They've they've fucked him up is what they've done. (laughs) They're beating the living bejesus out of him. Malcolm comes in. He's like, it's pretty obvious that this isn't the guy we've been looking for. Yeah, he doesn't know anything. He's not going to stand up to this beating and then not... The one lingering Squeal. question from this is, how did they know somebody was coming? Yeah. And how did they not know who it was going to be? So someone, all I can, and this is more picking it apart afterwards, yeah. is that all I can um, sort of put together is someone on the mainland with a tie to the island yeah. marks Thomas's ticket. Yeah. And he's like, well, this guy. This guy's coming for it. He was in on it. Yeah. They've, was, got, was, they've got his sister. He was getting ratted out. Yeah. yeah. But we don't quite know how. But Malcolm's clear, quite clear. He comes in, he's like, this isn't the guy. Yeah, he would have squealed if this He would have squealed. Guy. So he slits his throat and kills him. Yeah. And then says, what that means is that somebody out on this island now is the guy. Yeah, there's a mole here somewhere. There's a mole here somewhere. So they've just to... killed an innocent guy. Yeah. So we need to know who it is. And that's basically where we go from this point onwards, yeah. isn't it? And then we cut crash cut to two completely new characters that we've not met before yeah they're a pair of young lovers yeah this is jeremy and fion fion um they're young 16 17 they are getting it on basically they're planning their future together they're sitting in a little rowing boat that's not at sea it's just on the land yeah and they're just chatting they're they're obviously clearly in love very much in love and then fion's like i've had enough of this talk she's all over him (laughs) like a rat up a drain pipe (laughs) he's Quickly astride Jeremy, isn't she? She does. She does riches out the way. And... Yeah, she doesn't hold back at all. She they do some naughty on this little rowing boat. Um The boats are rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> it's the rule we've got on this stream boat. This film's set in nineteen oh five, it's a pretty risky thing they're doing <laughs> at that point. Uh, but it doesn't pay off well for them at the end. They're clearly in a secret relationship, yeah, aren't they? they? Have, they've both grew up we find out later on they've both grown up on this island yeah. their entire lives. They've been there pretty much. And uh, they've clearly grown up together and grown to fall in love with each other. Um, later that night, Thomas sneaks out. He's going to case the joint, well, see what's going on. C- kind of. There's... This is a bit where I missed something out. Isn't no, it? no, no, no. Okay. Well, it all misses. But Prophet Malcolm rings a bell in town. Yeah. And he's like, all right, bedtime. That's the night out. bell. He calls, I think out. he calls it the night bell. It's curfew. Yeah. And then immediately everyone gets, gets out, out of the out house of the and houses. walks around. <laughs> yeah. The night bell rings a couple of times in this film and it's always the start of a scene. Yeah. It's not like, right, everybody's gone to bed now, we'll just close the scene off. Thomas immediately leaves his dorm. Yeah, he's going to like case the joint and have a look around, see what's going on. Um, he he passes a window and sees the woman who is in front of him at the check-in. Yes. Slicing her arm open. Yeah, which I did see. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> There's a whole bit of this film here that I missed. <laughs> so Nick's going to talk you through this bit. That's fine. Because um, they, they were all told when they checked in, have you got your receptacle? Yes, I remember and, that. And she's like catching this blood that she's where she's she's sliced her arm open. Uh, he he also sees Prophet Malcolm yep. through a window, kind yep. of 
go going into a basement. Yeah, it goes. He opens like a trap door in his house and goes down. And and Thomas sort of goes around the other side of the house and he's like, oh, he's not come out. Yeah, so that's weird. There seems to be some sort of tunnel. Secret tunnel in Prophet Malcolm's house. He then bumps into Theon. Yeah. Swiftly followed by Jeremy coming back out the woods. Yeah, they didn't leave much of a gap between the two. No, them, and Thomas is instantly like, well, I know what you two have been doing. <laughs> so he knows their secret. They know you... his secret because he's out at night. Yeah, so be. there is an acknowledgement that they've spotted Yeah, there's each no other. words passed, but no. the eye contact is there. You then missed a whole section of this movie where Thomas returns to his dorm. I didn't even miss it. I didn't miss it. I don't have any memory of it. He returns to his dorm, which is down... He's sort of at the end of this quite long corridor. Yeah. And he notices that everyone else has left outside their door a sort of partially full jar of blood. Right. Um, He gets back to his room and he's like, well, I've not... I've, I've not, not got a jug. Well, no, he's got a jug. <laughs> he's like, I haven't... I'm, got, I'm not slicing myself open. <laughs> so he, he takes the jar from the room opposite him and he yeah. half fills his. Puts it down outside his door. He then takes his key out of his pocket. He opens his door and cuts himself on his key because they're ridiculously sharp and they've got like a <laughs> hook on them. Stabby keys. He So because he's, he's accidentally cut his thumb, blood drips down onto the floorboards. Thomas goes back into his room and the scary witch lady is under the floorboards and she <laughs> drinks this blood. <laughs> Honestly, no memory of any of that. It's a jump scare. She's <laughs> like, she's, she's sort of scratching at the floorboards and she's lapping up this blood that... I can't even out. explain what I would have been doing at that point because it's not like we it's were like making a, a lot of notes. At this Ninety point second film. sequence, I would say. It's just not there. It's just not in my. If I missed, if I did see it, I obviously did see it. <laughs> I just chose to not write anything down about it for some reason. He um, Thomas then goes back into his room and he sketches a map of the town. Yeah, so he's been casing the town and he's drawn himself a little yeah. map and he puts a little X on the map where Prophet Malcolm lives and where yeah. his trapdoor in his house was. We then cut back to Prophet Malcolm, who is emerging from a trapdoor in the woods. Yep. In front of a big cabin. Yeah, like an overgrown yeah. cabin in the woods. Like from some evil type dead deal. type yeah. looking yeah, thing. It was exactly like that. And it cuts. Cuts till we next morning. Yeah. Wake up next morning. Thomas gets rudely awakened by a knock at his door. Uh, it's Jeremy. Yeah. And he finds out that he's late for work, which he didn't know he had. <laughs> he didn't know he had a job. <laughs> he didn't know he had a job, but he has got a job. So he's got this work detail and he's late for it. So the young lad, Jeremy, kind of, they're, they're chatting as they're working, aren't they? Yeah, but and Jeremy is kind of trying very clumsily to quiz Thomas on what he, he knows from last night. He was trying to question you, why, why he was out, out last night. Yeah. And then Thomas is like, well, why were you out last night? Yeah. Well, what is the question? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, and it becomes clear that they've both got a secret. So they kind of form this bond over this secret that they've got. And then they go smash up a boat. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeremy's like, I know where there's a boat. Come and help me smash it up. We'll take it back. Yeah, we need wood the wood for the for building. The, they're building a new building yeah. and they need the wood. Um, so they do that. I've got my first nitpick with this movie here. Yeah. Because on the way back, hauling this wood back to town, Thomas kind of just takes a bit of a leap of faith, doesn't he? He, he and spills he, his guts. He says, he? Jeremy, I'm, I'm here to look for my sister. Yeah, no, Here's a picture. Basically Where reveals everything. Yeah. We know if we find out at some point later on that Jeremy's the son of a founder of this island. Yeah. I don't know if Thomas knew this or not. No, I don't, I don't think he did. He literally he went all in on his relationship with Jeremy. Yeah. I guess he, because he knew he had Jeremy's secret. And it was yeah, a and big he thought the guy and... could be susceptible. But that's. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know. This guy's lived there his whole life. Yeah. He's, he could have easily just 
ratted him out. Yeah. I, d- I just thought it was a bit of a leap. But it, yeah, it like, paid off because Jeremy says, look, yeah, I do know who you're talking about. She's here. They, they, she's she still is alive. Here. She's alive. They have got her. Um, they need. They desperately need the money because all the crops are dying on the island. Yeah, we're all really the, struggling. The animals are unable to breed for whatever reason. Um, but then he, Jeremy basically begs him. He's like, whatever you do, do not give them the money. Yeah. Do not pay them the ransom. He basically begs them not to. And Thomas is fine. I won't. You and me are a team now. We work together. It says, you're working for me. You need to help me. Um, and if you don't, I will reveal your affair. Yes. Um, so it's, it's a it's a friendship come blackmail situation. Yeah. Um, we cut from there to Fionn. She's talking with... You, um, no, there's another bit. Just, you missed. Sorry, sorry. It's quite important okay. for later in the story. So we cut to Prophet Malcolm and Quinn. And they're, oh, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. birthing a lamb. Yeah. From a... Sheep. Sheep. <laughs> That's how it works. But... <laughs> The lamb's all fucked up. Yeah, it's all deformed and black. It's and got like its guts on the outside. And and, and Prophet's like, oh, nothing will live here. Nothing yeah. will... It's not working. Whatever we're doing is not working. The place is... This island is dying. Yeah. yeah. And Quinn takes his lamb and puts it headfirst in a bucket of water. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, as soon as it's born. Um, then we cut to Fionn. Do we not? We do. She is talking with Andrea, who is Prophet Malcolm's daughter. Yes. She's a little bit older. Um, she's a little bit wiser, and she's like, "I might be pregnant. How do I know? How would I know if I was pregnant or not?" Um, so uh, and Angela says, "Well, well Andrea, you can't, uh, sorry, Andrea says." <laughs> we had this conversation in the oh, last yeah, one. We did, didn't we? Because for some reason, I've written the name Angela all the way through. Yeah, but her name's definitely Andrea. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because I know some Angelas and I don't know any Andreas. True, I don't know any Andreas either. Or. I do know a couple of Angelas. Must be my subconscious. Malcolms? Do you know any Malcolms? Yes. Do you? I ha- yeah. Cool, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I've ever even met a Malcolm. Apologies if you're called Malcolm and you have met me. I know a couple. I do know you? a couple of Malcolms. Couple, but as in they're a couple? No. Oh. <laughs> no. That would be cool. That would be cool. A couple of Malcolms. And, but I would say I know double the Angelas to Malcolms. That would be my ratio. Okay, like four to two. Yeah. Or two to one, because that's what people would usually <laughs> Yeah, use. but you said you knew two, you knew two Malcolms. <laughs> So you must know four Angelas. I think that's what's just happened. <laughs> anyway. I'd lost. I'm lost as well. Um, so yeah, they have a bit of a chat about how would she find out if she was pregnant or not. I presume. I, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Andrea says, you can't be pregnant because you've never done it. Yeah. And Fion goes, I've, I've been done it going at it like the <laughs> clappers, mate. For a long time. Yeah. I've, I've Me and Jeremy, rabbits. Every night. Yeah. Yeah. And Andrea's like, oh, okay, well, then you might be. Who knows? <laughs> Cut from there, all the new arrivals who are male have been gathered at the church. Yeah, so everyone who turned upon Thomas's yeah. boat. Everyone who was on his boat and who was a man have been gathered at the church because Prophet Malcolm is going to try and weed out who this mole is. Yeah. Uh, because he knows it turned upon that boat. There's, what, seven or eight of them? Yeah. These guys? He says, I know one of you was out after the... I don't know how he knows, but one of them was out after yeah, the night Yeah, this was a leap as well. Yeah. How did he know someone was out? Yeah. So he knows somebody was out, but he doesn't know which one of them was out. Um, and he has a way to weed this mole out because they've all been, presumably in the past, been told to memorise a verse from the Holy Book of Malcolm. Yeah. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it was called. Um, so they have to recite... He makes them recite this book, uh, this verse from yeah. this book. And so they start doing it. There's like two and or each, three each guys one who do like it, carries on, carries from, on from where the last one finished. Yeah. Um, Thomas can't do that because Thomas is the mole. Didn't do his homework. Didn't do his homework. Didn't prepare for this. He hasn't prepared for this creepy island. But he gets a bit lucky at this point. 
Yeah. Because the guy who's sitting next to him also can't do it. No. Because he's also not a part of this community. Um, was he a cop? Or He he pulls out a knife, he this guy, out, yeah, he, and he shouts for king and country. Yeah, so yeah, I presume he's some kind of government or, agent. Yeah. Um, he tries to kill Prophet Malcolm. Um, it doesn't end well for him. Thomas kind of throws himself in the line yeah. of fire. Thomas is like, I've got an opportunity here to yeah. get on board with these guys. He takes a stab in him. He does. Fact. He gets slashed gets across sliced. the chest, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, um, trying to save Prophet Malcolm. And then this guy gets speared. By the, the guards. By all the guards. Put all their spears from yeah. him. And he's basically standing up, dead, with all these spears holding him up. There's yeah, like he's going to like spears gurgly, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, there's all those six or seven spears through him holding him up. It's horrible. It's the first hint of what's to come the the level of gore <laughs> yeah, in this movie it's quite a gruesome scene that the you see those spears enter him it's in very all different squelchy, directions isn't it this yeah. film yeah that would have been a good one to yeah and change it no because mud can also be squelchy true i don't think anybody keeps a record of your one red reviews so it doesn't really matter i like to think someone there has got a, reckon spreadsheet got a spreadsheet that they've done probably ross <laughs> so that guy dies and then malcolm Suddenly, we can trust Thomas. Yeah. So we don't carry on with this reading the verses. No, they um, don't carry on to find out this who the mole was. We uh, we just presume it was that and, guy. Well, no, because they they take they take Thomas back to what they what acts as a doctor's surgery. I think it was just their house. I yeah. think it was Prophet Malcolm's house because Andrea was there and she treats him and she treats him, even though they've got a doctor who we met earlier. And Prophet Malcolm says we never meet again. Prophet Malcolm cuts his own hand and he. He puts it upon Thomas and says, "You bled for me, I bleed for you. Yeah. We are brothers." Yeah. So we're like, "Oh, well, he's well." He's got him on side. But then Prophet Malcolm turns to Quinn and Frank and says, "Well, the person we're looking for is still out there." Yeah. So again, I'm not sure why they've dismissed this. They didn't know they're, they're dismissing the guy they've just killed. Yeah. And they're, but they're not going to carry on with the way they were trying to. No, they had like four more people to check. <laughs> yeah. Making this very difficult. That's they what are making say. it very difficult for themselves. Um, so they leave Thomas there with Andrea. She bandages him all up, sorts him out. And they have a bit of a bonding session. Yeah, she reveals, if we hadn't worked out already, that she is Prophet Malcolm's daughter. Daughter, yeah. Um, then later that night, Prophet Malcolm comes out again. The night bell rings again. Yeah, time to go to bed. Time to go to bed. But no, he's coming out this time. Yeah. He's coming out. He's on a cart. Um, and he's got a, a lady on the cart, all tied up. Mm-hmm. And he's shouting. And he's like, I've got this lady. I'm going to kill this lady unless this mole reveals himself. So we find that at this point we realise that's Thomas's sister. Yep, Jennifer. Thomas can hear all this kerfuffle going on outside. He's watching it out. His He's watching it out. Well, what we haven't mentioned again is that he was on some sort of opioids at this point. Yeah, so he Thomas has been like sort of drugs. taking droplets of this. To kind of keep him sane and keep him yeah. calm, I think. But he gives up at this point. He throws him against the wall yeah. and full on balls out. Thomas comes out. So this is like, he goes through like the DTs in like 30 seconds, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of never mentioned again. In this no, movie, it's not. It, it didn't That's need to be there, did it? Convenient, it didn't need to be there from the beginning. Yeah. Um, so Malcolm's like, He gonna... resists. He doesn't he reveal does, himself. He doesn't go out. Doesn't Nobody go else does either. So they're basically, he calls Malcolm's bluff. Uh, because he, know, Mal- he knows Malcolm needs his money. He's yeah. not going to kill this girl. And he doesn't. He leaves her tied up in the street. And the next morning, she's still there. She's all chained up in the street. Um, she is getting things prodded at her by kids. And all that sort of shit's going on. Andrea kind of takes pity and brings her some breakfast. Yep. Meanwhile, Fionn's at the toilet hole. <laughs> she is. And she's sort of taking a mirror to her undercarriage. 
undercarriage. She, she's still trying to work out if, if she's, she's pregnant or not. Yeah, so she's, she's got this like, handheld mirror actually. looking up herself. Um, but somebody's looking at her at the same time. Yeah, there's an eye through there's a peephole. Through a peephole. Why is there a peephole in the toilet door? I don't know. For a start. That's bad. Um, it's her dad. Yeah, because it turns out she is Quinn's daughter. Yeah. So Andrea is Malcolm's daughter. Fionn is Quinn's daughter. Jeremy's Frank's son. Yeah. They're the three formations. Formationers. <laughs> They're the three founders of the island. Not a word. Um, and Quinn's... I, you took it that he was perving on his own daughter. But I don't think he was. I think he was just trying to see what she was up to. But yes, because he's distrustful. I think he's a distrustful with a week's guy. hindsight, I think you're right. I don't think he was a paedophile. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Andrea takes pity on Thomas's sister and brings her some food out into the street. Um, and Thomas is watching all this from the rooftop that he's building. Yeah. And he's he's like, turns to Jeremy, he's like, right, this is happening now. Be ready. We're going to go. Yeah, because it turns out there is some sort of festival that yeah. very evening. We're having a party tonight. Uh, and Thomas says, right, we're going to make our move. Yep. Tonight. Stick with me. Stick with me. Um, so he goes to go. He doesn't go to the party, but he has to get through the party to get to where he wants to go. And whilst he's doing that, he meets with Andrea. Uh, in just as he's getting ready to leave his room. Oh yeah, because he's like last to the party. Thomas, yeah. really late. There's like a creepy clown kid at the end of the corridor who like yeah, bends over double. And it's a kid in the costume for the yeah. party. It was really creepy. It was. It was. I saw it. You put a gif of it on Twitter. And I did. Like, I didn't see that. <laughs> There's something about that corridor just made my eyes go off, apparently. Because the, the white woman was at the end of it at one point as well. Right, okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> don't know why I didn't see that corridor. So he goes out into the street. Andrea collars him and he, she's like, shall we dance? Shall she's we literally it? straight away like, I'm you, on, I, me? Dance now. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get it on. Thomas like has to give her the brush off. But she, get, she gets a bit of a read on him as well at this point because she's like, you're, oh, you. you're not who you say you are. Yeah, you're she's a, like... You've got the eyes of someone who has seen, seen things. things. Oh, that's a nice cool line. And it's like, oh, you're you, you're getting turned on by the fact that he's like <laughs> a man who has done stuff. Done stuff, had lived a life. While the party's going on, Quinn and Prophet Malcolm are searching people's rooms. Yeah, so it's searching the dorms. Yeah, just to try and get to the bottom of this. Get any kind of clue. Conveniently, they start with Thomas's dorm. Sure. Because, but they... They do explain that it's because Malcolm doesn't think it's Thomas. Yeah, he so says, why are we even in Why are we even bothering in here? Um, and then he finds his little map. Yeah, kind of accidentally. Yeah, just he notices it. Just dro- like, I think he drops his walking stick. Yeah, he does. He? And it's tucked under the drawers yeah. and he notices it on the floor. And I think that kind of gives the whole game away. Yeah, meanwhile, while they're doing this searching, yeah. uh, Jeremy and Thomas are underneath Prophet Malcolm's house. Yeah, kind of digging their way in. Yeah. Digging up, <laughs> removing, removing some of the bricks so yeah. Thomas can get in and explore this these tunnels that he thinks are there. And he does get in. Yeah, he gets in, and whilst he's in, Jeremy's like rebuilding the wall, and then he suddenly gets pulled out by the legs. Yeah, because the, the, everybody knows something's going on. And it, but luckily, the person who's found him is his own dad. Frank. Frank's found him, so he lets him go. He's like, "Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing?" Yeah. But they now know that Thomas or somebody. I, I think at this point they'd figured out that it was him. Yeah, Quinn and Malcolm come down from the from the dorms and they say to Frank, "What's going on?" He says, "There's no one. There's no one under there." But there is he, somebody in there. But I think he think he's gone in. Yeah, he's in the house. Yeah, and we think at this point that we know that it's Thomas. They know that it's yeah. Thomas now because of this little map. Uh, Prophet Malcolm says, "Frank, go and get my gun. I want you to follow Thomas." Yeah, and Quinn's like, "Why aren't you sending me?" Yeah, and Prophet Malcolm says, "Because you would kill him." 
<laughs> and I want him alive so yeah. we can question this. And I'm going to ride off on this horse in the meantime. Yeah. So Malcolm rides off on a horse. Frank goes into the tunnels and Quinn presumably goes back to the party. Yeah. Thomas finds a whole underground tunnel system. Yeah. That's like built from Malcolm's house. That's quite the engineering. Thing. It is. Yeah. It's like a whole mine shaft. Um, so he goes through it. He's like, well, let's see what's at the other end of this. So he goes under. Um, meanwhile, Prophet Malcolm is now at the other end in where we saw him earlier at this Yeah, out in front of this cabin. And he has a gun pointed at the entrance to this tunnel yeah, system. he's above the hatch. So he's waiting for Tom. He's waiting in prey for Thomas to come out. Yeah. So he's going to shoot him. Luckily, Thomas does make his way to the end of this, but he manages to hear that Malcolm's up there. Malcolm's horse Brains inconveniently, him. like, whinnies. Yeah, whinnies. Oh, That's a weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's not a full-on neigh. It's no, like it's a... Like a I was going to make a horse noise. <laughs> I'm but sorry, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't keep it together enough for you to <laughs> follow through with your horse impression. I'm not doing it. Um, so he doesn't go up, he he hides because... He ta- starts to backtrack. Yeah. Unfortunately, he then hears someone Coming behind him, which way. is obviously Frank, who's yeah. following him from the village. <laughs> Rather conveniently, although not convenient, is there's an underground hole, hole <laughs> full of blood. Yeah. It's like a tunnel. It's like in a, a tunnel. A tributary. Yes. So there's he gets in it, up to his neck in it. Yeah. But there's only like five inches between the, his head and the ceiling now. Yeah. It's quite claustrophobic. It was like, oh, this is horrible. Yeah. He's he kind of drags himself he's kind of wading by through the it. roof along this. Yeah, backwards yeah. through this water. <sighs> and then there's some feathers in the water. There's some feathers in the water, and this I didn't like this bit at all. <laughs> I don't know if people know this or not, but I've got a real terrible phobia of birds. I hate birds with a passion. And then all of a sudden, this pile of feathers just starts clucking in his face and <laughs> flapping its feathers in his face. And I was, it made me go, Whoa, He's in a river of blood. Let me just... He's in a re- river of re- blood, iterate. underground, twice underground, because he's underground in the tunnel and underground in this river of blood under the tunnel. And then this chicken's flapping in his face. <laughs> and a, That wasn't for me. It was more scary than when the witch woman turns up in a minute. Yeah, because he gets past this chicken Dying flapping chicken. at him. And then the previously white, now red woman, because yeah, she's covered, covered in, blood, in blood, like grabs at him. Yeah. It's like striding away through this water. Yeah. And he's freaking out. He's like, what the fuck? Because it was pretty scary. It's There's a lot going on. The, at this uh, we have not really mentioned the, the, the score to this. Yeah. But every time it's really cutting and it's claustrophobic it really adds to the claustrophobia yeah. of this it's it's in t- it's an intense score it's a really intense scene as well yeah. there's a lot going on there's there's glue it's not like liquid blood either it's like gloopy mucusy yeah. blood he's wading through it. there's chickens flapping in his face it's claustrophobic it's right the camera's right up close yeah. to him then this zombie witch woman comes out of there as well and he, he freaks out as he would and he but he does manage to get out he gets out she disappears yeah and he's in this like cave area. Yeah, he now. surfaces in this pool. Yeah, uh, and he's in a in a cave. Yeah, there's loads Which... of like cave paintings on the walls and yeah. stuff. It's really weird. <laughs> my my next line says the prophet goes into the cabin and finds a woman wrapped in a tree. I've heard there is a tree vampire. Yeah, again, how is this possible? I'm gonna state right now. <laughs> Before when we we get to the end, and I I sort of say what I think of this movie. It is a stumbling block for me. The, the reveal here is that there is a a tree witch yeah, who again. drinks blood yeah. powering this island. Yeah. Because that is exactly what happened 
when we reviewed Paradise Hills was last, it season. last season. Yeah. There, there can only be two films <laughs> that have witch tree vampire women who are half tree, half human. <laughs> there can only be two ever made, and we've now done both of them on the show. I mean, I don't think there's a lot. It's not a genre <laughs> for definite. It threw me out of the film because I was like, this can't be me happening too. again. Me too. It, it took me a while to get back in because yeah. I was I was so taken aback with like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> it is so I've weird that it's happened twice. seen this in another film. Yeah. It's, it's very strange that it's happened twice. It's, they are kind of different, it turns out, but... This woman the... is creepy. It's, she's old. She's withered. It's yeah. all horrible. Uh, Paradise Hills, she's slick. Yeah. It's it's polished. It's They don't look anything alike. But it's the same... It's the same concept. Concept. Yeah. 100%. Took me out of it. It did. It threw, it's, it's me. It it's not me this film's it, so fault. I didn't see it coming at all. There's no, no indication that this is going to happen earlier in the film. It's our it problem. Just, We've got it to is our it. problem, yeah. It's not the film's fault. Anyway, Prophet Malcolm goes to this woman. He starts talking to her and he says to her, why did you show yourself to him? Yeah. Why She him? kind of sneers at him. Yeah, she kind of... She, she hates him. You can see this. Then, <laughs> over, just in the background... This guy with like a wicker mask on yeah. drags a body bag through the room. Yeah. But the body bag's moving. Yeah, the person's alive, whoever's yeah. in there. I don't think we ever find out who's in there. Uh, not specifically who's in that one. No, we do find And out. he hangs it in a wardrobe. Well, yeah. not a wardrobe. <laughs> a wardrobe. <laughs> he hangs it next to yeah. a load of other body bags. Yeah, he does. Who and is this, this guy? This guy's like, what an image this was. Yeah, he's like half naked, top half naked, wicker mask on. Yeah, covered in... Blood, blood and sweat and grime. Yeah. This creepy masked dude. Cut back to Prophet Malcolm who's now feeding this tree woman blood. Yeah. He's got like a funnel in her mouth and he's like feeding it to her. And as um, as she's is fed, the flowers like blue. Yeah, and he says to her, You need to stop poisoning the crop because yeah. we can't live here. You you're poisoning this island. Yeah. You need to stop. We don't know why she's doing it, but she's doing it. Because the island's dying. Andrea then magically shows up where Thomas is. Yeah. She's like, oh, I knew you'd I knew you'd be here. here. <laughs> Don't know how. But I suppose if she knows that tunnel's there and she knows he's not come out at the cabin, then, then there's only one other exit. Yeah. So she's turned up there at the cave. She's got him a change of clothes because yep. she's like, I knew you'd have to crawl through the blood tunnel. Thomas completely cleans himself with like three drips of water. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Bearing when he was does. covered a, in blood. There's like a little trickle, like a drips off a stalactite or stalag which one's up stalagmite and he's just cleans himself in this tiny little drip of water and it's, his whole face is not clean <laughs> it was it was very strange um she notices his back's all scarred up yeah so she asks him about it and he says it's from his former faith yeah he, he says he i lost my faith thanks yeah. for asking about those scars <laughs> here's a convenient bit of backstory yeah so i didn't like this bit i didn't need this we didn't it, the film doesn't need it it's unnecessary so we get a flashback to when he used to live in Peking. Yeah. He was a missionary. Yeah, he was a missionary in Peking. He gets attacked by these local tribes. Yeah. And eventually he gets branded on his back with Good a cross. huge cross. They're like killing all these missionaries. I thought this... Was this a bit insensitive as well? Yeah, a little bit. It, was it was a bit kind didn't of like sit quite right, did it? The uncultured savages, Asian, Asian yeah. savages. Yeah. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Would, yeah. That would be it was. It just didn't need to be there. It was like... Yeah. Just tell us he's lost his faith and he used to beat himself or whatever. He says he's completely lost his faith. That made him lose his faith. Nothing is pure in this world. The only thing that is pure in this world is my sister. Yeah. Where the fuck's my sister? Basically. Um, he tells Andrea, look, my sister's here. She didn't come here of her own free will. She is being kept here. 
He says your dad's not who you think he is. He's capable. He's a bad man. He's capable. Yeah. Of worse as well. And Andrea doesn't seem surprised by this news. She's yeah, she, but she doesn't want. She to doesn't want it. to believe it, but she also isn't surprised by it. So she takes him to a cornfield. Yeah, she says, "I've got somewhere. No one else will know that you're there. Let's, because obviously you're you're now a wanted man." So. Yes, it's just a a stall in the middle of a field. Yeah, it's just basically she just built this little hut in a field yeah. from corn. But she tells she shows him the earth and how it is scorched and you can't yeah, grow anything. Dying. There. Every as soon as you put water on it, it starts bubbling up and it goes all horrible. The film cuts there. She she says this is your, the last chance to draw breath in this film. Pretty yeah, much. that's what it's just gonna say. That. She she says, look. We, it used to be a bountiful crop. Yeah. The, the things lived here. And she says something has an, angered the goddess. Yeah. And there's a very real cut there. And it's this point, from this point onwards, yeah. this film never stops again. Yeah. The tempo ramps up now. And I, I would say, I don't, I didn't like that, that little flashback to, to the no. the Chinese bit. But, but the bit in the cave and then the, her taking Thomas to the cornfield. It, it is the last time this movie draws breath yeah. for an Till the end. For an hour, there's an for hour left. Yeah. And it, it's non-stop balls to the wall now. And we're going to go for it. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> so we cut to Jeremy. Jeremy is with Fionn. Yeah. And she reveals to him that she is pregnant. Sure. She is going to have a baby. So he says... They are both delighted. Yeah. He says, that's excellent news. I'm so excited. Let's get married. Let's, Let's do this properly. This Let's get off this island. Go and get married. Let's do this properly. Sort it out. Quinn is watching this. He sees that they're in the hut. Yes. Because then Jeremy leaves, doesn't he? Does he... Jeremy, he says, I've got something to show I've you. I've got a present for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is his, his mistake. Yes. So he leaves. He leaves. Leaves her on her own. He leaves her on her own. Quinn comes in. He bursts in as Fionn seems to be packing a case. Yes. And he kind of knows exactly what's going on now. He's figured it out. Is it, um, he's like... He is not happy. Can't believe you're with that kid kid um you're gonna ruin your whole life also things can't be born here yeah this is lost now yeah <laughs> um, he's like that if it wasn't for the sinning aberration <laughs> in your belly is going to kill you kill you it, and itself and yeah. it, and also you're a sinner because you've shagged this guy <laughs> a lot out of wedlock um he's an angry man so he's like i'm gonna cut this out of you yeah i'm gonna get this abomination out of you so he beats her up and we cut away from it. We don't see it happening, but yeah. we know it's going on. Um, meanwhile, Frank is also planning on leaving the island. Yeah, he tells Malcolm that he and Jeremy will be leaving. I assume Frank has been made aware. Why would he? Is he just a coincidence that he's leaving at the same time? No, because he helped Jeremy out, didn't he? Yes. And so, so I presume off screen that maybe Jeremy has been a conversation yeah. had. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's packing up a boat, and Prophet Malcolm comes up to him and says, "Look, you can't leave." Um, you founded I've, this place you founded me. this place with me we've been here since the start um things are not good at the minute but it's going to get better we need this place and frank says this place is hell yeah that was the word the physical words the actual words he used he says you know it's finished look in your heart yeah so but the prophet says look we can fix it and he's like nah we're done i'm, I'm leaving meanwhile we cut back to quinn and fion quinn's still fighting she's, still fighting. A she's good giving a bit fight. of a fight back she, he wants to know who's the father is um he calls it and abomination mongoloid bastard is the words that he uses um and that it will kill you he draws his knife he's i'm gonna cut it out of you jeremy then arrives back at the house where they live yeah opens the door opens the door and she fion is now dead on the floor yeah she's all cut up the their belly's all cut up 
And Quinn's still there. Standing over us. Standing with over. The knife. He's kind of cleaning his knife off, yeah. isn't he? He's, uh, this guy is not a nice guy. This this might be the best villain we've ever had on the show. It's not a, not a nice guy. It's a great performance. Oh, it's a brilliant performance. It's a beautiful. Oh, we'll get to my favourite bit of his performance very shortly. Yeah. But he's not, a, he's not one of the good guys. So Jeremy comes in not knowing what's going on. He finds the dead body of his missus. His dad's still there. They start fighting. Yeah. Um, he put Jeremy puts up a decent fight as well. He managed to grab a razor blade, doesn't he? Does, he? Yeah. And he, he slices Quinn, not quite deep enough, unfortunately, but he gives him, <laughs> he slices him across the neck. Neck, yeah, it's like he's trying to slit his throat. Quinn manages to crawl out of the building. He's much bigger and stronger than Jeremy. Oh, he's Jeremy. a huge guy. He's a big old, big old unit, yeah. and Jeremy's a little weakling of a boy. Um, Quinn manages to crawl out into the street. He's holding his neck on, basically. Yeah. He's all blood's pissing out of his neck. And he starts shouting, murderer, murderer, in the street. for the guards, doesn't he? Calling for the guards. Um, Jeremy comes out. He's like, no, oh, that's not what's happened. But then he, he isn't going to, his voice is not going to be heard in this. So yeah, he remember, runs. Quinn is a founder. He's one yeah, of the guards the, in charge. the leader. So Jeremy flees off into the forest. Uh, the guards start chasing him. Um, Quinn sounds the, like, alarm. This was amazing, this yeah, part. So so Quinn turns around. He's got, you know, people are watching him. He, he's, he says, bring... Bring the heathen table. Hmm. Sound the alarm, and the guy, the uh, people are like, "Well, only Prophet Malcolm can do that." Yeah, you're he's not allowed our, to. He's sound our the leader, alarm. and Quinn says, "I'm a founder. I'm a leader." And it, oh, as he's giving this speech, he's got his hand over his neck. There's blood, blood pouring, pouring everywhere, and the camera sort of pans around him. It's yeah. really well directed, yeah, and it it's so well acted. <laughs> it, this guy is a fucking monster. Yeah, he's he's now taken over this island in his rage. Yeah. The, the ghost sounding the alarm start, does start to sound the alarm, but he isn't allowed to. Yeah. There's only Malcolm that's allowed to sound this alarm. But the, the guy, I can't remember his name now, but the guy who plays Quint is fucking wonderful yeah. in this. Um, meanwhile, the guards do catch up with Jeremy. Um, they manage to catch him exactly where Andrea and Thomas are yeah, in this cornfield. Secret cornfield. That, that nobody knows about. But So he gets caught right in front of them too. And they drag him away. They drag him away. They drag him back to the town. Jeremy and um, Angela and Thomas are shouting after them like what the fuck's going on uh, but they carry him back to town and they I've, I've written here strap him to a table but they don't strap him to a table they do they, and and quinn they clamp him to yeah they kind of yeah it's a vice it is yeah, his legs and arms are, and head are between in, a vice the bit vices. where they put his head in a vice is horrendous well yeah because we get jeremy vision yeah we get and jeremy's as, eye as they tighten up with his head pans around yeah, to the sky his, his head kind of looks up because he's being forced to look yeah. in one direction and then there's a crack there's a crack and all the blood starts pouring into the vi- what we can see yeah so the sky starts turning red it's nasty and and quinn is now it's really f- full on stage in a coup yeah he's he's preaching himself isn't he saying look i found the rat this guy thomas is a rat yeah um so the gods have got thomas as well now. yeah he's like and he's saying i'm i'm one of your leaders as well and yeah. he's, he's on the verge of dethroning prophet malcolm yeah here. basically then possibly the goriest thing we've ever seen on the <laughs> show happens he gets out he pulls out a drill which is part of this table it's obviously designed yeah. for this exact purpose and it's got like a hole saw on the top and he literally borrows into jeremy's head yeah he, he razor blades some of his hair off yeah and drills into his head and causes makes a great causes big, his brain out yeah, basically, cause his it's head. Disgusting. It's horrible. It's, it's so, so squelchy and <laughs> cracky. Squelchy and... again. It's, yeah, it's brutal. It's really brutal. Even I was like, that's a lot. 
Yeah. That's too. That's almost too much. And I I watch all sorts of weird shit. Remember earlier in the season we watched a classic horror story. I do. The Italian horror film. Yeah. Someone's strapped to a table in that. Yeah. And it's it's quite similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like a job. They they don't even think about showing this level of <laughs> no, gore or detail. Not even a little. And that's bit. an Italian horror movie. <laughs> they wouldn't have even cross their mind to go into this much detail. It, it's all off camera. Yeah. Here, none of it is. You see that drill enter his skull. You see the whole saw enter his skull. And then you see in the hole when the drills come back. Yeah, we see this guy's empty cranium. (laughs) Yep. Because Quinn's got a little rose petal. Yeah. And he puts a rose petal into the hole. This will cleanse the heaven. This will cleanse the heaven as he goes wherever he's going next. Yeah, Yeah, so Jeremy's dead. Yeah. It's also the second film he's got something put in his head. (laughs) I've just noticed (laughs) that we've done. Then Frank shows up with the prophet, Malcolm. Obviously, Frank is Jeremy's dad. He figures out what the fuck's gone on. Yeah. He's very angry. Malcolm uh, Quinn's shouting at the prophet. He's shouting all sorts of... You're not fit to lead. This place is dying because of you. I can make it better. He calls him a false prophet. Um, Jeremy gets taken off into a house with Frank, weeping over his body. And then Quinn says to him, if you want to be in charge of this island, Mr. Malcolm, you need to kill Thomas in front of your daughter. Yeah. Show show us you've still got the stuff. Yep. So he gives him the razor blade and he says, kill him. Go over there. He's over there. The guards have got him. He's he's defenseless. Go and kill him. Just as he's about to... Do you think he was going to do it? He was going to do something. I don't know if he was going to do it. I don't know if he would have done it. I don't know if he would have done it either. But anyway, he gets interrupted because Frank comes out of the house again with a gun. And he's really angry. And this gives Thomas the excuse to kill all the guards. He's got a stick. He kills all the guards with a stick. It's quite impressive. It's a good little fight, actually. Yeah. Um, Then he runs into the forest. Um, no he doesn't Frank runs into the forest first because Frank is going to kill this woman that they've yeah he's going to go kill the goddess the, yeah Thomas chases him Quinn and the prophet chase him we've got a three way <laughs> chase going on yeah. on his way to the forest Quinn sees uh, Frank get the name right Thomas sees a woman in the forest yeah um, he's, he's this vision again this vision he's seeing um, and then he gets to the cabin um, Thomas is already why are the names fucking me up now I don't know Frank is already in the cabin Thomas doesn't go in. No. But he does hear a gunshot from inside. Frank stumbles out. He's been shot yeah. by whoever's inside. Turns out it's the dude with a wicker mask. It's on. the guy with the wicker mask. He's got the shotgun. Yeah. So he's killed Frank now. Frank um, stumbles sort yeah. of near Thomas, doesn't yeah. he? So Thomas goes and hides. He goes yeah. underneath the cabin. Frank says, burn it all down. Yeah. Burn it to the ground. Because he doesn't die straight away. Yeah. We've seen a lot of people go underneath buildings lately on this show. Yeah, it's happened true. in Catler quite a lot. Yeah. And now it's happened in this quite a lot. It's how bizarre. Um, so he goes into the building. Quinn then arrives with the prophet. They're all they're all there now, basically. Yeah. Um, he shoots the prophet who falls through the entrance to the tunnel. Yeah. Into the tunnel. So we think he's dead as well. He shoots at the guy in the wicker mask who yeah. but misses him. But misses think. him. Thomas is now in the building. We see him seeing the guy with the wicker mask on. He's force feeding flesh and blood and what we assume is bits of Jeremy. Yeah, I think so. I think you see a mop of hair. To the goddess. She's now being fed bits of Jeremy. Um, And then Thomas finds a bag of his sister. Yeah, she's (laughs) in one of the body bags in in the wardrobe. Yeah. So they reunite. He releases her. He gets her free. He's like, I'm here. It's me. It's me. You're saved. Everything's going to be good. Let's get the fuck out of here. Just as he says that, he gets clubbed onto the back of the head by the guy in the wicker mask. And he can see, as he's kind of like lying half-conscious on the floor, Quinn dragging his sister away. Yeah, puts, her in, the puts cart. her in a cart and drags her away. 
Thomas has left in this cabin. Yeah. Feels like it's not a good place to be. No, definitely not a good place to be. Uh, we quick have a quick scene of Quinn turning up at Andrea's house. He shows up and he handcuffs her and takes her away as well. Yeah. So Quinn's on a rampage now. Um, then we come back to Thomas and Thomas is now all tied up. So he comes round. Yeah. And he's like hooked up. Yeah. This and is I'm very... not using that in an electronic sense. No. He's got hooks through Through his hands. This film turns into Saw at <laughs> this point now. It's one of Jigsaw's traps. So he's got hand, he's got hooks going through his hands. They're attached to wires, which are attached to some sort of mangle type press type thing. Masher. Masher, yeah. <laughs> On a table. On a table. And he's being dragged backwards by his hands towards, towards this mangle. mangle. It's got, I've written here, it's gone all Saw. Uh, and the guy in the wicker mask is the yep. guy turning the handle. He's turning the crank. Turning he's like the, the feeder for this Yeah, he's basically the in charge of looking after this goddess and making sure she gets as much blood and flesh as she needs. It's all very weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, this is a, an absolute memorable creepy character was this guy in this mask. Th- yeah, definitely. Definitely. He isn't with us much longer because Thomas gets manages to get himself free. Um, he gets His hand does get mangled up at one point. Yeah, he it? loses like most, most of a hand, hand, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and he, he has a badass fight with this masked man. Yeah. And eventually the masked man gets caught up in all the cables. And then Thomas drops something on his head. Yeah. Uh, from the ceiling. And he gets killed, basically. Um, he gets pulled through this mangle and bashed on the head. And the masked man's now dead. Why didn't you get in this job? You're on, you're on this <laughs> island community. Yeah. You're not, you're not on, like, roof duty like Thomas was. <laughs> Do you reckon he was, like... They might have found him there at the same time. Well, no, I don't think. I just presume. Oh, this is a guy who's got the short straw in the community. Yeah, your job is a. You're a butcher. You got why a, the mask. I don't know. Don't know. Just to add to the creepiness. Yeah, it was very creepy. Thomas then eyeballs the tree lady. Yeah. And she she he goes up towards her. He walks towards her. Obviously, he's a bit weird. He's like, well, this is a bit odd. I've not seen this before. <laughs> and she says, "How I've waited for you, my son." She does, and she like. She touches she grabs her his head. hand to his temples, like like when Mr. Spock like is reading minds, isn't yeah. it? So she grabs his head and we get uh, instantly, as soon as she touches his head, we get an instant flashback. So yeah. it's like she's transferring her memories to him. Um, and it's the flashback to when the Prophet and Quinn first find her back in the day. Yeah. So basically they'd come to this island to She's living in the forest. And she's just there. Um, and that's basically what the flashback is. And they feed her and help her out and yeah. whatever don't they as they feed her a rabbit don't yeah, they, they do and and it makes the forest the bloom. forest bloom and yeah. Malcolm's like oh that's curious um, meanwhile Quinn has now got Andrew all chained up um, with Thomas's sister Jennifer, Jennifer. Um, they're all chained up to a wall he tells her that Malcolm's dead um, we don't know that for sure yet but yeah. he tells her that she is, that he is um, he says your father was a false prophet. Yeah, he's behind. monologuing now, isn't he? He's yeah. like, I found that goddess. Yeah. I came up, with, I I realised we could feed her and she would replenish the yeah, land. Yeah, I was the one who imprisoned her. Your father is a false prophet hiding behind a false god. Um, it's me, You. everybody should be worshipping on this island. Yeah. Um, that's when we get the flashback to Quinn giving her the first lots of blood that she had and making everything turn green. Then she says to thomas yeah so we're back with the we're, yeah we're cutting between this, this film's going at a pace at this point um the goddess says to thomas free me my child yeah and he sets her on fire yeah he does basically he takes the lantern off the wall and sets the trees all on fire malcolm meanwhile wakes up in this cave that he's found himself in climbs back up sees the whole cabin now burning yeah and thomas is running away from it yeah he's heading back to town yep 
he briefly stops on his way back to town to find all the guards are dead in the trees. Yeah. So I don't know what's happened there, but I, I think it was, this was a handy way to head off the question that the audience might have of okay, where did the guards go? Where are all these <laughs> evil guards gone? Yeah, and the island has sort of risen up against them, I guess. Yes. Um, Quinn is still ranting at Thomas, uh, to Andrea and yeah, Jennifer. Still monologuing. He actually says at this point that his plan is to impregnate them every year and then feed the goddess that. Yeah, the babies. babies. Wow. <laughs> and now suddenly the whole he's village... He's off the reservation at <laughs> he this is, point. He's lost his plot completely. Suddenly the whole village is on fire. Yeah. Uh, we don't know how that's happened. Everything's gone on the, fire. The cabin's a long way from the village. Yeah. And somehow everything's now gone on fire. Um, but it's I think it's the island manifesting... Yeah, Whatever you set one bit of it on it. Yeah. yeah, you can. I think you can. The, go heart, with the it. island's like a character in this yeah. film, isn't it? Thomas interrupts Quinn and stabs him in the throat. Yeah, this is a really brutal death from this character as well. Uh, yeah, there was a weird bit here because Quinn sort of reels round because he's still yeah. got his shotgun. He shoots the wall. Yeah, and it just goes on fire. <laughs> it does. The wall goes on fire. The stone wall. <laughs> yeah. So either something outside was on fire, or there's something going on on this. I, I think it's like. Fire. All the, the the living force of the island is in everything, because yeah. she's on fire. Everything, everything has gone on fire. fire. Even things. But like it, it just look again. It made it me go, look, Ooh, that's oh, that's a bit weird. weird. But they also freeze the two girls. Yeah, because their chains get yeah in this gunshot get released. Um, so Thomas has got this knife in Quinn's throat. They're it's on, more like a chisel. Yeah, whatever so it's like it is. A, it's, Big, quite a chunky, chunky bit blade. of iron. So he's lying on top of Quinn with his knife in his throat. And Quinn's now stabbing Thomas in the side. Yeah. In like the rib cage area. A lot. He stabs him a lot. So the girls get free and they get their chain and put it around Quinn's neck. Yeah, and they haul him up. And they pull him backwards. And as they pull him backwards, Thomas doesn't move his knife. No. So it kind of rips him open. He guts from, him. He guts him from top to bottom. Yeah. It's, it's a brutal death. For a great character. The whole town are now evacuating to yeah. the boats. Heading to the boats. They're all going to the boats. Um, they've got to get off this island because the whole island's on fire. And they all, they all flee. Thomas is like, I can't come. I'm not coming with you. They Eventually, the two girls persuade him to yeah, join like, them. No, come on. Come on. You're, you're fine. You'll, you'll get there. You'll make it. He doesn't make it. He collapses on top of the cliff top. Yeah. And he says, I can't feel my legs. Yeah, I, literally, can't go I can't go any further. I can't feel my legs. I'm going to die here. Um, Andrea notices that there's a lot of blood on the ground around him. Yeah. He's bleeding out. And so he persuades them both to go without him. And they do. Jennifer and Andrea both leave. Quite an emotional him. goodbye between it's Jennifer very and much so. Um, the island, as the boats are leaving, the, one of the cliff edges explodes. Yeah. And bursts. there's like blood and fire spitting out. Yeah. A whole, literally the whole yeah. island's bleeding. As they row away, you can kind of see it from Thomas's perspective. Yeah. And... He's what he sees he's, the boats. He sees leave. the boats leaving, and as he sees the boats leaving, Prophet Malcolm comes up behind him. Yeah, sits next to him. Sits next to him. Sits down next to him, and then the island kind of sucks Thomas in. Yeah, all the grass starts growing over and up his face through and around him. him and through him, and he's going to become the next goddess of this island. Yeah, and then the film ends. Yeah, we Prophet, made it. Nick. And Prophet Malcolm's <laughs> going to be his. Well, he's going to try and start, start again, again. Maybe. Yeah, basically, he's the Ben of this lost island. Yeah. We've done it. We've gone through that film twice now. It's a heck of a journey, that film. Overall, what are your thoughts? Not what I expected. No, not at all. But in a great way. In a really good way. Much better than I was expecting. This is a hell of a movie. Yeah. It twists and turns and it turns into something I was not prepared for. Couldn't agree more. It's nothing like what I was expecting. We've not really mentioned 
too much how good the performances are. Dan, than, Dan Stevens is great in this. Yeah. Michael Sheen is great in this. Mark um, Lewis Jones is the guy who plays Quinn. He was the standout. I don't think. I don't think there's many it's just sheer force of nature performances that we've seen ever on bottom of the stream that match that. I agree. I, I couldn't agree more. I think he's definitely the best villain we've ever seen. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. I think it's one of the best, act, if not the best acting performance we've ever seen. Yeah. It's he's incredible. The last hour really delivers and it makes the slow build worth it. Yes. When it tips over the edge, this is a nuts movie. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. It's gonna be it's not gonna be for everybody. No way. There's um there's a lot of religious iconography iconography to it. There's a lot of blood, guts and gore to it. It's yeah. very gory. There's there's some of the blood's just correct. That bit where he gets split in half at the end. Yeah. And the bit where he drills into Jeremy's head, even I was like that's a bit much. The and village, I watch a lot of films yeah, like this. The village is great. The setting's great. You really feel the grime, yeah. the mud, how dirty and horrible. You, the stench of death is everywhere. comes through the screen like that. this place is dying. It's a beautifully made film. It's a really well-made film. Yeah. Really well-made. It's, it's awesome. It is. I do have a problem with it. Okay. It is my problem. <laughs> I was genuinely taken out of the film for quite a few minutes when i realized we had a tree goddess vampire <laughs> same thing. it f- literally threw me out of the film i was like i was not it didn't see it come in i was not expecting it and i was like fuck me how is this happening again yeah because i was like i've seen a film with this in already yeah. and and my brain just i think couldn't quite compute it for <laughs> a little while for a few minutes but like you say that's our problem that's not the movie's fault yeah it's just there can only be two movies that says that's ever happened in because we've seen both of them and you get that twist less than halfway through yeah and then it is built on and by the end of it you're like on board with it whereas when we saw it in paradise hills Came it was right tapped at right at the end and we were like well there was no hint of that throughout <laughs> this movie what the whatsoever. fuck was that that was so bizarre so it works it works it works, it works better than it does in paradise hills if we'd yeah. have seen this one first we'd have laughed a lot more at paradise hills yeah. i think but yeah it's it's weird isn't it yeah very weird do you want to know Sam's thoughts on it? Yes, please. He starts with the same point. Who'd have thought we'd have another film of a random tree monster in successive seasons? <laughs> um, the first half is a very creepy with the scene of the old woman walking past the church window and the shot of her standing in the background when Dan Stephen goes back to his dorm and steals blood from a neighbour. Yeah. That happens, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> to continue with this, maybe after Dan Stevens is walking around in the daytime between helping out with jobs, you could pan the camera up to show this shot of the guards impaled with branches to earlier in the film but i don't think they were there earlier in the film but i think that happened i took i took it that she took them out of the picture whilst so that people could could, escape and yeah i think so as well but i I could be wrong but that's how i took it yeah he just wanted to see something wrong with the island earlier yeah which is fair also lean more into the fact that dan stevens is going through withdrawals from the opium drops to imply that events may not be a show i think that's an interesting point because i think we touched on it briefly i don't think they went far enough with that they did why Why was it necessary to have that? It didn't need to be there unless you're going to go further with it. Yeah, and then he was just dropped when he smashed the, bo- smashed yeah, the bottle. There was no implication that this was all going on in his he head. He didn't struggle after No, the the drops were gone either, did no. he? There was, no, there was no implication that this was all in his head or this wasn't all real. This, As far as we're concerned, yeah. everything we saw was what was happening. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think... But maybe, yeah, you could lean into that a little bit more. You it? could do. I, I just think it was a bit lazy. It because the opioid thing kind of came through like, oh, well, we're a bit bored of this now. We need to move on to the other yeah. stuff. And his character never 
wouldn't see smash the bottle. There was no sort of withdrawal. Oh, I'm struggling, was there? Yeah, no, it was not at all. A bit lazy, really. Uh, Sam continues, before I knew where this film was going, and I had an idea to make Bill Milner's character Jeremy Black. Uh, nothing against Bill Milner's performance, but the abolishment of slavery in the 1830s and the preceding 70 years of racist abuse at the time would explain better the father's reactions to their daughter being pregnant rather than just an overprotective pa- father with possible paedophilic tendencies. Again, I don't, I didn't, I never got that impression during the film, but you two both did. So I, I did for an instant, but again, having sort of thought about it for a bit, I, it, it is more the fact that he was. He knew something was going on. And he this to kid's going to kill you because nothing yeah. lives on this island. Uh, when we find out what happens to Jeremy, I'm glad they didn't go down that route as it probably would have caused much more controversy. Fair point. Um, best thing about the movie was either the work done by the composer. We mentioned the soundtrack earlier. It's a very good point. Um, as the music is always building the tension or the performance of Mark Lewis Jones as Quinn. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Though I completely understand why, given the amount of torture, this could be very polarising. Yeah, Again, fair point. Couldn't agree more. It could be. It very much could be. What's the best thing about it? I'm I'm just torn between the setting or it's um the uh, performance of Mark Lewis Jones. Mark Lewis Jones. I think I'm going with that. I think I'm. It's I. It's the directing or the performance of Mark Lewis Jones. Yeah. It's it's one I, of the it, two. I think it's really. I can think of off the top of my head. I'm only thinking of like a couple of times where I've gone. Wow, that was a great acting performance. Yeah. And that's to be expected because we're at the bottom of the stream. Yeah. But it happened in this movie. So I think it's got to be that. This film's got Michael Sheen in as well. There's not many people act (laughs) Michael Sheen off a screen. And he did. He really did. How would you make it better? I think you can trim a bit of fat. Take the Peking scene out for definite. Yeah. Um, there's, there are there are bits that you can do and you could probably make it a little bit more and, and maybe make it draw, go a little bit earlier maybe I think maybe draw out a little bit I don't want to be I don't want to be spoon fed but maybe draw out a little bit who who set him up yeah. who set Thomas up who why uh, yeah who how who, who knew, marked him at the start who knew where he was going yeah. yeah I'd like a little bit more backstory on the goddess as well who was she what was she doing why did she have these powers. That sort of thing. So I can but go. I, I can, can understand why it isn't there. Yeah, I can nice kind to, of go with. It's a nice she just exists on a on yeah, an island. That's fair. We watched Lost for six years. Yeah. We can under we can take mysterious islands and go with them. That's not a problem. Stream table. Should yeah. we do stream table? Sure. Obviously, we've already discussed this before. We know where this <laughs> is going. We're not going to insult your intelligence by debating. But to be fair. In the first record, there was not much debate going on either. No. It's pretty obvious where this goes. Uh, it's the best film we've seen it's this season. It's the best film we've seen this season. Yeah. And to be honest, it's not even close. It's memorable. It's really memorable. Uh, great performances. I mean, what happens to Monday was fun. It was really fun. It's a great film. But this is on the next level. Yes, it is. There's, there's not even... A, it's not... It's at the top of the stream for a reason. It's not even close. Yeah. Sam's played his wild card well here because I would be surprised if anybody can beat this. It, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be a tough one to beat. Both be me and tough. you have got the chance to do it. Jordan's also got the chance to do it. Yeah. But it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. I I would not be surprised if this is the top of the... Not just of the wild card table, but the whole table by the end. Yeah. If we see something better than this this season, I'll be ecstatic. Oh, 100%. I would be so happy. 100%. But... We'll see. Congratulations, Sam. You're going top of the stream. Thoroughly deserved. Good pick. That just means we need to pick next week's film. 
Yes. Which again, we've already done. So <laughs> we're not going to, again, not going to insult your intelligence. We randomised it last week we did on the original it. recording. It has, it is random. We've not picked it at random. Uh, we have picked it at random, sorry. And it picked a film called Afterlife. No, did it not? Anti-Life. Anti-Life. I keep getting that wrong. <laughs> Afterlife. It's not got Ricky Gervais in it. It's Anti-Life. It's picked a film called Anti-Life. Well, shall we talk about Anti-Life for a It's minute? called Anti-Life on Netflix UK. Yeah. I believe it may go by another name It's also elsewhere. known as the name Breach. Yeah. Um, it's a space movie. Oh, cool. Do you like space movies? Uh, yeah, can do. Do you want to know the synopsis? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes? <laughs> um, do you want to know the tagline first? Yes, please. Deep in space, they are not alone. Love it. I'm on board already. Uh, the synopsis says, On the cusp of fatherhood, a junior mechanic aboard an interstellar arc to New Earth must outwit a malevolent cosmic terror intent on using the spaceship as a weapon. Okay. Do You, you do know, but do you want to talk about who's in this film? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Uh, this is a first appearance on this show by a Hollywood superstar. Well, it's not quite at sort of Nicolas Cage level of straight-to-DVD and streaming movies. He has gotten to the point he's of his on career the way. he's not far off that. Welcome, Mr. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Welcome to the stream, Bruce. Yeah. I'm excited to see a Bruce Willis film. Uh, it's from 2020. It's not that old and it's rated at 3.0 out of 10. Ouchie. It's going to be a fun one. We should have watched it by now. We should be talking about it right now, <laughs> but we're not. So come back here next week to talk about that. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at BOTS underscore podcast. Um, if you want to drop us an email, you happily can do that. It's bottom of the stream at gmail.com. If you want to go to our website, that's bottom of the stream.com. On the website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded. You will find all six stream tables. You will find all sorts of cool stuff on there. Botsker winners, Oscar winners. You can even get some merch if you want a bottom of the stream. Party hat. Party hat. Where's that come from? I don't know. How <laughs> random. Um, I saw your balloon. Oh, yeah. I've got a lump that looks like a balloon. It's well cool. Um, if you want to then go to Patreon. If you're enjoying the show, do that patreon.com slash bottom of the stream on there for a couple of quid every month you will get bonus episodes you'll get early access to episodes you will get a newsletter that nick writes every month and if you come in at the top level you'll get a wild card so you can have a go at trying to topple sam from this top of this stream table um, that means you can pick a film that we'll watch every season and once you've done all that come join us on discord the discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes yeah, do come and join us on Discord. It is a really fun group of people and we have some quite amusing conversations. I love the little community we've built in there. It's really good fun. Yeah, it's a good laugh. Uh, if you could spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review anywhere that you can review podcasts. That could be Podbean, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can do that. It really helps our little podcast. It helps the algorithm. It helps put us in front of more people's eyes and in more people's ears. Maybe... You could write a, re a review in mud. There was so much mud in this There's movie. Or topiary a review. <laughs> as as we had a sort of nature goddess. Yeah. Yeah. Grow a nice tree and Why shape not? it into the shape of a thumbs up <laughs> or a five stars or whatever you want to say. Do that way. Do that. So we've done it. We've got through the second record of Apostle. Yeah. How do you think it went? I think we've gone longer than we did the we first did. I was just going to say exactly that. This episode's turned out longer than the first one was. So I've got more editing to do. I had a good time. I had a good time. I don't I'm never going to do... forget this movie. No, not now. We've watched it once and we've talked about it twice. I've talked about it for as long as this movie is on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that never happens again. But uh, apologies. 
that it did but there's nothing we could do about it but hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and then you can go away now you can watch anti-life correct and you can come back on monday for the wave and next thursday for the movie show cheers bye